calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons we found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbians shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Welcome back to Let's Hang Out. I'm Lee Holmes Foster. And I'm Ellie Brigida. And here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is somewhere we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. And one of the first things I want to talk about is the new trailer for Wild Nights with Emily. I, number one, have loved Molly Shannon since her superstar days. (laughs) What a weird and amazing film. And she will be playing Emily Dickinson. And what I love about the movie, which I'm sure all of you will love as well, is that they are really exploring Emily Dickinson's sexuality based on real-life letters that Emily Dickinson wrote to her lover and all this stuff. So I'm, I'm excited. It seems as though the relationship between Emily Dickinson and her partner is a central point in the film, and I'm super excited to see it. Amazing. Also, I'm sure many of you know, because many of you were there, Clexicon just happened last week, so keep an eye out. We are going to have our Clexicon wrap-up episode coming soon uh and there we just have so much so much to talk about so it's coming it's coming your way i'd also like to talk about a new study that i found because we know i all i love studies um (laughs) especially if they're about gay things this new study said that people raised by lesbian parents are less likely to be straight um which you know fingers crossed for you and kelsey (laughs) um but it said that 70 percent of women raised by lesbian parents or straight compared to 88% if you're raised by straight parents. And, of course, the study didn't make complete correlation between genetics and being gay, but they said that it is likely that children of lesbian parents have more expansive perspectives on sexuality, which makes complete sense. So there you go. We will see. My own little tiny family can be a a mini sample size. I'm so excited. (laughs) Of this study. Keep an eye out for our future reports. And that's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee. And welcome to our 25th installment of Should Have Been Gay. 
And in this week's episode, we're going to have some skyrockets in flight. Because we are breaking down <laughs> Afternoon Delight. <laughs> I'm sorry. Every time I hear that, I just think about when they do it in Anchorman. <laughs> it's so it's so stupid and great. Um, <laughs> this movie is also stupid and great. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly stupid. Accurate description. Oh, it was fun. It was great. But it should have been a so Afternoon Delight is a 2013 movie starring Katherine Hahn, Josh Radner, and Juno Temple. It's a movie on Amazon Prime right now. Lee told me to watch this because <laughs> when you hear the IMDb synopsis, you will understand why we decided we needed to watch this film and talk about it. Here's my story. My backstory with this movie is I wanted stuff that I could watch on my commute home. And so I was scrolling through some Amazon Prime available titles. And I think I watched the trailer for this one and just, I, ha I had to, I had to watch it. It's, yeah. And uh, obviously made Ellie watch it. And here we are. Here we are today. So if you have We're not gonna seen We're going to make you this, watch it. <laughs> I, I'm so... <laughs> I'm so sorry in, in advance. If you haven't seen this movie, which I assume many of you probably haven't, I'd never heard of it, which is funny because it's got a lot of big names in the cast besides Katherine Hahn, who I just adore. I Love. mean, that was what first drew me to, to watch the trailer was seeing her on the cover. We'll go through some of the cast in a hot minute, but there's a lot of people in this. So here's our IMDb synopsis. Rachel is a quick-witted and lovable stay-at-home mom. Frustrated with the realities of preschool auctions, a lackluster sex life, and a career that's gone kaput, Rachel visits a strip club to spice up her marriage and meets McKenna, a stripper she adopts as her live-in nanny. <laughs> Honestly, there's not much more you have to freaking change. That is so gay. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, I also really enjoy the use of the word kaput in the IMDb synopsis. Yes, you know, yes. that's, that's just good. I like it. Oh god. Yeah, also let's just, first and foremost, they are like, oh, bored housewife, doesn't want to have sex with her husband, and right. meets a stripper. <laughs> okay, here we go. So, here's my gay synopsis. I'm so ready. Rachel is a ridiculously bored, late-in-life lesbian who doesn't realize how gay she is until she gets a lap dance from McKenna at a strip club, and her husband is a complete idiot for suggesting that they spice up their sex life by bringing his gay wife to a strip club. Wow. Wow. That was involved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I feel like my gay synopsis for this uh it's a little shorter but you can't you have to bear with me because i should just preface everything i'm gonna say this episode with an apology so i apologize for what's about to happen my gay synopsis for this movie is afternoon delight more like afternoon gay light because it's not quite gay it's light on the gay it's like i can't believe it's not gay amazing that's, gay that's light my mayo <laughs> gay <light>. yeah <laughs> uh, yeah, God. gay light, L-I-T-E. It's like afternoon gay, but can I have the gay on the side, please? Yeah. And right? they put it way too far to the side. Like it's on the <laughs> napkin next to your plate. They bring it on a separate little plate. Yeah. That's how this gay Yeah. 
It's in its own little condiment cup on its own little plate. And you're like, I just needed it next to my salad. That's all. Yep. It's not good. It's something else. It's something. That is for sure. Let's dive in a little bit. So I know we gave the IMDb synopsis. I agree that I think we need to explain a little bit more of the story, um, since I assume people will be a little less familiar with this than some of our other should have been gays. But this is literally what happens. So Rachel, who is played by Catherine Hahn, who I do have to say is, is great in this movie. I love oh, her. Oh yeah, in this. the acting is I mean, I love amazing. Her in everything. But yeah. it's just yeah, what is going on? She is married to Josh Radner, who I think is literally incapable of playing anyone but Ted. So she's married to Ted. It's not going great, and they don't have sex ever anymore. And they decide to spice things up a little bit go to a strip club she gets uh, a lap dance he buys her a lap dance from this stripper named mckenna played by juno temple and she doesn't just immediately adopt this stripper i think that's the main thing right she becomes obsessed with the stripper like well she drives back by the strip club the next day like in the middle of the day waits until she sees her like follows her to a to a coffee food truck van. like a coffee food truck a coffee yeah. food truck <laughs> a coffee van mine sounded way sketchier the coffee van follows, yeah follows her to the coffee van the neighborhood coffee van and parks and then at, makes up a name acts like she's in the neighborhood all the time because she's following the truck around yeah it's a very gay thing to do to be like i met this girl once let me go find where she lives <laughs> find what she does hang around eat where and she then, eats yeah and let me just pretend like i like the same coffee she likes then she completely pretends like oh this all happened by accident oh how do what i run into you here when i've been stalking running, you yeah do you remember me right yeah okay <clears throat> Sorry, I'm getting way too... I'm so far in the weeds already, but I just... I can't help it. This movie is weird. So anyways, she she meets her up with her at the coffee van, and then McKenna gets all of her shit dumped out of her car- boyfriend. Yeah, it Pimp. seems like she was Unclear. sleeping in someone else's car, ends yeah. up not sleeping in the car anymore because they got in a fight. Who knows? Either way, she ends up homeless, and Rachel takes her home. I mean, I think that's just... That's the basic setting of this movie which already it's so gay who does that it's so gay what even is that it's just so much yeah and so she acts like they're friends like she's like well i just i'm friends with the stripper when especially when her husband's like why is the stripper at our house like because of course (laughs) why is the stripper in the maid's room what's what's what is going on and she's like she's my friend and she needed a place to stay like she's not your friend you paid her to give you a lap dance once and you're her stalker right yeah. Yeah, it goes to a weird place real fast. Real fast. Um, and then stays in that weird place for the, the whole, whole time. movie. For the whole movie. It's a little odd. But at the same time, it also goes to one woman giving another woman a lap dance, and that happens pretty I mean, what do what do we get pretty like quick. ten minutes into the movie? Oh, yeah, probably within the first ten minutes. Yeah. Getting a lap dance from McKenna, and she is like into it yeah she's definitely into it and i will say it doesn't initially doesn't super spice up her sex life with her husband (laughs) just saying i think she's far more interested in mckenna than she is her husband still yeah so i don't know husband any husbands out there 
if your wife is bored with your sex life, I just don't think you should try to bring gay shit in thinking that they're not going to be like, oh, wait, I like this gay shit more than you. <laughs> it's so funny because we literally just rewatched the, you know, the Friends episode where they do like the things that could have been. It's like, what if Carol hadn't realized that she was a lesbian and they, they're not also not having sex anymore yes. and they try to have a threesome. <laughs> And you're like, well, and, it, and it's Ross having the realization of, you know, what can only be described as a twosome. Yep. And <laughs> that's two other women. Yep. That's basically this. That's this movie. Um, that's what happened. They so, they had a little twosome lap dance. Then somehow McKenna comes home with them. So now you have the stripper living with you like you do. I mean, boy, if I had a dime for every time. <laughs> I took a stripper in. Yep. Every time I brought a wayward stripper into the house, it's just who hasn't been there. Exactly. Right. So I think that's the main, the main gist of the plot. I think that's enough for people to understand. We will go over some of the other plot points as we talk about why <laughs> this is super gay. If that hasn't sold you already on how gay this movie yes, is. It starts very gay. Oh, and we have to talk about Honestly, it starts even gayer before they even get to the strip club because one of them first scenes, actually the first scene, is Catherine Hahn talking to her therapist, who is Jane Lynch. <laughs> who, of course, is Jane Lynch. And also, to be fair, Jane Lynch is actually gay in this movie. Oh, yes. Thank God. The therapist is gay, does have a wife. There's that whole thing going on. So not to not to downplay the actual gay in the movie, but that's not the gay we're here for. No, we are here for the Catherine Hahn gay. Yes. Oh, God. We're here for Rachel. Rachel is our should-have-been-gay queen in this. Let us never forget Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch. Ever. I mean, how, how could you? You can't. So Rachel's obviously gay. McKenna is for sure bisexual. Oh, I, 100%. I feel like... Okay, we're gonna we can go through this film. The reason that we're talking about it, at least from my perspective, as a should have been gay and not as a gay film, is because Rachel goes for it and she tries, I think, to explore her sexuality a little bit more, but she never really lets herself go there. Whereas yeah, not quite. McKenna is a stripper and also a sex worker, so I'm pretty sure she doesn't exclusively sleep with men i'm trying to remember if she ever actually says explicitly whether she i think she says she's had a client had clients that were women right i think so i can't remember I if she did like she but i feel like i remember that either that or i'm just projecting <laughs> if she didn't say. like let's just say in our gay interpretation she's definitely a sexually fluid sex worker she does not discriminate based on sex she definitely Sleeps with whoever she wants to sleep with. Yes, she is very free. She yes. is very open. She is very sex positive. She has no real hangups on, well, at least not on her sexuality. I think she has some hangups on, you know, the stigma attached to what she does and how open she is with her sexuality. But she herself, man, she is free as a bird. Oh, yeah. She is, she's free. So, Rachel, in the wind. Rachel, repressed lesbian, McKenna, not so repressed, bisexual, pansexual, and Jane Lynch, straight up gay. <laughs> 
Jane Lynch is like gayer than gay in this movie. Oh my god. She's the therapist who's there eating like quinoa in her office talking about uh, her very healthy sex life with her wife or whatever. (laughs) Yes, she talks about her wife far too often. So yes, she's super gay. And then, Lee, you had mentioned Stephanie, which I also agree, who is Rachel's best friend. I think there's something between Rachel and Stephanie. I I just don't want it to go unmentioned. So I think we can talk about it. I think they have a nice, deep connection. Oh, uh, yeah. And Stephanie is definitely, like, very interested in Rachel and McKenna's relationship. Yes. You know, when, like, the best. Stephanie's also the one who suggested the strip club. Yes, because she goes there all the time and she loves right. it. Yeah. So I can agree. There, we, got a, we got a bunch of gay people in this. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. So my number one reason why is this is just the classic lesbian story. How many times have we seen in the freaking Netflix LGBTQ section, the bored housewife and the young girl? What was that? freaking netflix show with oh with, gypsy yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It, like yeah. literally is gypsy because katherine yeah. hans character is psychotic and like gets this obsession <laughs> with this younger girl who's free and who doesn't care what other people think about her it's just such a classic story of yep. the repressed housewife having a sexual awakening with a younger lesbian it's also like such a classic fan fiction setting That's such a trope of like, oh, one of them goes to a strip club and gets a lap dance from the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 We've seen it time and time again, uh, and it never gets old, except in this case where it just gets weird and then never gets actually gay and just stays weird. But it gets real close. And I think the first time it gets real close, because actually what happens is I saw this, I downloaded it. I told Ellie, you have to watch this because I'm pretty sure we're going to need to do I should have been gay on it. And then Ellie watched it before me (laughs) and texted me uh, like halfway through to say, wait, is this actually gay? Can we do this as it should have been gay? Because it wasn't clear where it was heading. And the reason it wasn't clear was this one scene. Right, where Rachel is sick. She has a cold, is that right? Yeah, she has a cold. And so the only way to fix a cold is with an erotic massage. <laughs> Just like Grandma used to give her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's, like, using Vaporub, though. She is using Vaporub. Yeah. And I think that's the part that Grandma used to do. But yeah. it was a little weird where she's like, this is what always made me feel better. And then proceeds to give, like, the most sensual Vicks Vapo rub down <laughs> yes that you could hope to see on screen I think face to face this is no like you know get on your friend's back and give them a massage this is like she is rubbing her chest she is going further down she is taking She's care of the leg her, she is straddling her yeah it's yeah she's like straddling her hips she's like let's open your shirt up so that i can rub this all over your chest i'm gonna rub your feet um like just yeah yeah 
Well, that's why I'm even saying, like, we're doing I Should Have Been Gay on this, but it really toes that line. It's pretty gay. It's pretty gay. I'm going to say it's pretty close, and I think it's about as close as you could get without actually they never, getting there. They never kiss. No. Correct? No, they do not. So that's that's why we're saying they never kiss, so it's technically not gay. But they do yes. a lot of other weird shit. <laughs> Including... One of the times that Rachel tries to unpress her sexuality and she decides to really like venture out of her comfort zone. She's going to try something new. She's going to be different. She's going to be open. And so McKenna had invited her to go see one of her clients, man that she visits pretty regularly, one of one of her regulars, who likes for her to bring a friend just to watch. Maybe join in if you're into that thing, which I I think that might be where we get the only sort of explicit statement on McKenna being willing or open to doing things with women as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, But mostly just to watch. So they go together. What's her fake name? I forget. <laughs> I was going to say, like, Tallulah or yeah, something. Yeah, it's like, horrible. I don't remember. But she makes a fake she, name. Yeah. She makes a fake name. She goes in. She starts drinking heavily. She is sitting in a chair watching McKenna and this man have sex. And it gets... It's pre- not good. It gets pretty graphic. He wants her to look him in the eyes it's a lot and hold his hand and hold his hand look maybe this is just the intense lesbian in me talking but like i did not like that oh it was very <laughs> did uncomfortable not like anything it was very about uncomfortable <laughs> i want to say like we always say when we're talking about sex whatever you want to do is fine you do you however the scene was very uncomfortable obviously uh, Catherine Hahn's character, Rachel, was very uncomfortable. And I think the reason she was so uncomfortable is because she was jealous. So I oh, yeah. feel like she was there. She was watching uh, something clicked in her brain that she would rather be. She would rather be that man with McKenna rather than watch. And so that freaks her out and she leaves. Cause yeah. yeah, everything kind of goes downhill from there and nothing ends well, but you know, I just, I think that was, that's sort of like the pinnacle of the movie and then everything just kind of is like a hot, a hot disaster afterwards. Yeah. Um, I, man, I, I do want to say, cause it is, it's so true. You know, we, we do want to be supportive. We do want, you know, people to, to enjoy what they enjoy with the heavy caveat of like every time I watch straight sex scenes and anything, I'm just like, oh, why? I um, know. So, <laughs> so we, take that with a grain yes. of salt. Of that's just that's, that's just, just me. what that's we do not enjoy. Sorry, personal preference. I just man, that scene is so uncomfortable to watch. Uh, besides, just the very straight sex nature of it to begin with, it was no good. I wish that they had just had Rachel and McKenna get together the way they so obviously were meant to do. Who wrote this movie? Yeah, it was just uncomfortable. And then, not to spoil everything, but there's... Well, every movie ends like this. You know, they have, like, a fight and blah, 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 whatever. So I'm not really spoiling that much. But, (laughs) you know, doesn't end well for our two lovers. And I feel like their breakup is like a freaking lesbian breakup, too. Where it's like, all right, she has to move out of the house. Like, she's like, it's so dramatic. And then she she ends up, like, 
same thing, stalking her again. Like everywhere, she still follows her around. After yeah, just the, drives by to make sure she's okay. Yeah, just checking in on her, but like I'm not gonna say just hi. Checking. Weird. It's like when you. It's like when you still check their Instagram just to see, just to see what they're up to. I exactly. Just see. Oh shit! I liked something from a week ago. Oh, yeah. No. Except she's not doing that online. She's doing it in person because she's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> But it's fine. She's just there for the coffee van, Ellie. Come on. My lesbian reimagining, though, is that Rachel basically figures out, okay, I'm bored in my marriage because I'm gay, actually sleeps with McKenna, which is like every other lesbian film. So I'm like, you know what? She does. She cheats on her husband in this remake of the film. Not saying that I like, but that's just how it's going to be. And realizes through that that she's not into him, leaves her husband. McKenna moves in. Because honestly, it seems like McKenna makes a shit ton of money. I don't know how this girl is homeless, but she's like, yeah, I make 350 bucks an hour. But you know, whatever. But yeah, so sugar mama. So yeah, McKenna's the sugar mama. And they just live this nice little life with Rachel and her stripper. And they raise the son. <laughs> I like how that's the first time we've mentioned. I know the they son. have a son. They have a son. <laughs> oh God! So okay, so Rachel and McKenna—that's who we're shipping, obviously. Of so what? What would you submit as your ship name? McRachel. <laughs> easy. So easy. <laughs> it's also there's not that much to work with because I don't know if you noticed, none of them even have last names. Yeah, I have no movie. clue what their last names are. They don't have them. E- even in I went and checked the IMDB page, they don't have them. It's actually they're literally listed. Each of them has two billings. Uh so Catherine Hahn, for example, is listed as playing Rachel slash wife. Mm. And Josh Radner is listed as playing Jeff slash husband. And Juno Temple is listed as playing McKenna slash stripper. Yep. And because they that's... have such one-dimensional characters in this right. whole so thing. They don't even have last names. So there's not a whole lot to work with here. So I think McRachel is an excellent submission. I also would like to present for your consideration my honorable mention, which I would say is Rachel-y, uh for Rachel and Stephanie together. I like that too. Yeah, I can't. I'm like Ray Kenna, but no, I don't like that either. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely McRachel. It's definitely McRachel. I think that's fine. I do also want to mention, because we talked about some of the cast in this. So in addition to Katherine Hahn, Jane Lynch, Keegan-Michael Key is in this. It's, yeah. He's also great in this. It was really interesting. There were a lot of, like, good performances in just a very, very strange movie that I had strange never heard film. of before. Strange film. Yeah. But thanks for hanging in there with us on this <laughs> absolutely ridiculous should have been gay if you decide to watch it you can check it out it's on prime don't blame us for this <laughs> it should have been gay it should have been gay let me hear you say hip 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 we're gay we absolutely love hearing from you and meeting all of you and continuing to build this community so we just like to take an opportunity every episode to shout out some of our favorite things that have been happening lately And, of course, this week we have to talk about everyone we met at Clexicon. There were old friends, new friends, patrons, some celebrities even. It's amazing. And that we will be having on some upcoming episodes. Get ready. Mm -hmm. 
so excited. But yeah, it was really amazing. Of course, shout out to Amber Benson and Kia Barnes for guesting yes. on our live show. It was so, so much fun. We cannot wait to share that all with you. And for everyone who came to the live show, because you're all amazing. Yes, it was so great getting to see all you, all of you live and in person. Ugh. Yeah, I, we always talk about building this community, and obviously we build this community a lot on interactions online, but there's just something really, really special about getting to meet people in person, face-to-face, and really make those connections. So thank you so much to everyone who came up and said hi, came up and got a picture, and it was just so, so cool to meet and and get to see and hang out with all of you. Yeah, and it really says something about this freaking podcast that there were so many of you, we can't even say everyone by name because it would literally be a whole episode, but you know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> and we know who you are. And of course, we want to thank our top tier Lesbian Jesus patrons, Amy and Ellen. Kayla Kelly, Lizette Stye, Tanya Ferguson, Jess Klaus, Danny Griswold, Michelle Ray Thomas, Sarah and Julia, Nicole Gross, and Mark Foster. Thank you so much to all of you. Our patrons have done so, so much for us and made so many things possible, and especially our Lesbian Jesus patrons. So thank you so much. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Les Hangout Pod. You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. Send us your should have been gay suggestions for future episodes. Or you can check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on whatever app you use so that you get new episodes as soon as they're available. And make sure you also subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod. We just put out a new video for Rewrite the Stars for our Renegade covers. Loved it, and I hope you all enjoy it. If you want to support the podcast, there are so many different ways that you can do that. The first one, it's easy, it's free, is go on iTunes and rate us and review us. A, we love reading the reviews, and B, it helps other new people find the podcast. And you can also support us on Patreon. Our Patreon has been blowing up lately. We are so excited. We keep getting new patrons every week. We love you all, and we would love to see more of you there. We are almost at 100 patrons, which is our third goal, and it would be crazy, crazy, crazy to get there. So if you want to become a patron, we would love to see you there at bit.ly slash lespatreon. You can also get some cool Les Hangout swag. We had some fun stuff going on at our merch table at Klexicon. So if you missed out or if you want to get some of the other designs that we didn't have with us, you can check that out at bit.ly slash lesshop. Yes, and make sure you're looking on our social media because we have sales on those relatively often and we're always promoting them on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So be on the lookout for those sales. If you want to support the Trevor Project, you can do so at bit.ly slash Trevor. If you want to follow us individually, the best place to find me is on Instagram and Twitter at LSH Foster. And the best place to find me is on Instagram and Twitter at Ellie Brigida. And with that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out. out.